Hey everybody, this is DJ Martin, church pastor here at Parker Ford Church. Welcome to our midweek teaching. I've titled today's teaching, Looking Back and Looking Forward. As we approach the new year, I wanted to take uh, an opportunity to use one of these teaching segments to just kind of reflect on the year 2020 and invite us to move forward with intentionality into 2021. So whether you're from Parker Ford Church and this is your home home congregation, or you're just watching this online, welcome. We're glad to have you part of the journey, part of the conversation today. Let's pray and invite the Lord to speak to us today as we reflect and ponder what it was like to live in 2020 and uh, reflect upon what God might be saying about us approaching the new year as a culture together. So would you pray with me? Jesus, you saw us faithfully through one of the more difficult, traumatic, exciting, frustrating, uh, terrifying years that many of us have ever lived through in 2020. It was kind of in a category all to itself, and yet you were faithful every day and faithful in every way in our lives, and so we thank you for that. Help us remember that today, and as we approach the new year, we pray that we would do so faithfully, with intentionality, with courage and strength, walking in step with you, yoked to you, knowing that your burden is easy and light and that you've invited us into a freedom. And uh, so we receive this invitation fresh again today from you. And we pray and hope all things because of Jesus Christ in his name. Amen. So I wanted to take a moment and look back and look forward uh, just as sort of a pastoral um, gift (laughs) to the body. Um, to offer you the opportunity to take uh, some time and just reflect on what this year has been and also uh, what next year could be. And so what a year. (laughs) Just it needs to be acknowledged probably um, and recognized that the trauma that we lived through was very real. And uh, we need to be given permission to work through that trauma. I know much of the healing, the emotional healing that's taken place in my life over the years has been when a good friend or an authority figure in my life has just given me permission to recognize how difficult something has been, whether it was the breaking of a relationship or an experience I went through. Just having permission to ache, having permission to grieve, having permission to recognize the difficulties. So just a few of the things that stand out from this year, you don't need to be reminded of them, but let's just acknowledge them. That uh, first and foremost, obviously it goes without saying, COVID has impacted every person on the planet. It has impacted us, and there is a collective trauma um, that we have walked through. And so just recognizing that and acknowledging it for what it is is important, that our lives were were completely upended um, this past spring through the remainder of the year and continuing into next year in many ways. Um, COVID has uh, been very, very traumatic and difficult which has led to all sorts of economic turmoil. Uh, many of you saw some of your your stocks or bonds or, or market investment drop. Some of you lost your jobs. Some of you were laid off. Some of you were furloughed. Um, some of you uh, had to go on unemployment. Some of you are still wondering where your uh, paycheck is going to come from or how and if the economy is going to recover and what it's going to look like going forward. So uh, that's a collective trauma, um, obviously a result in many ways of, uh, from COVID-19. Um, unrelated to that, but certainly it played into it 
um, is that all of the political drama that we lived through, which is another form of trauma, uh, from the yelling voices uh, to the ugly fights, the ugly debates that took place, if you can even call them that, um, there's a trauma of the election year. There, there's an emotional toll, I think, that it took on anyone who was paying attention at all. Um, massive fires and floods, obviously, out west. Um, many of our western states, California, Colorado, and others. Uh, Montana, devastated by massive, unprecedented uh, wildflower, uh, wildfires. Um, there were riots, um, all sorts of racial upheaval and injustice from uh, the murder of George Floyd to um, the resultant riots, some of the violence that came out of that destruction of property. Um, however you experience that is extremely traumatic. And so just recognizing that um, at the end of the year, I, I want to give you that gift. It might not feel like a gift, but I want to give you that gift because um, we need to work through it if we're going to be healthy people. So as we close out the year, what traumas do you need to grieve whether personal, national, or otherwise, maybe that list I just gave or, or something else that's on, on your mind, on your heart. What do you need to grieve? You won't be able to fully move on um, with freedom until you have grieved this. If you've been a part of Parker Ford Church, you've probably heard um, my teaching on joy and grief. We did a whole midweek teaching series on it, I think like eight or nine weeks that we did on joy and grief. And grief is something that we'd like to avoid, but you can't. If you're going to be a healthy person, you can't go over it, you can't go under it, you can't go around it, you got to go through it. And so what traumas do you need to grieve? Who might you need to forgive? As we move into the new year, who might you need to forgive? I'd encourage you to leave whatever offense you're carrying towards other people in 2020. Don't carry that baggage with you. It's weighing you down. It's tripping you up. So start fresh. Let 2021 be a fresh start. So release and forgive whatever offense that you're carrying. Do you have any fear or anxiety about 2021 that you can release to God now? Again, same kind of idea. Why carry that baggage with you into the new year? So take a moment and just release not only whatever unforgiveness or offense you're carrying, but also the anxiety that you might be experiencing about what could or could uh, not be, what may or may not happen uh, next year. Why worry about tomorrow, Jesus exhorts us. It's got enough troubles of its own. God takes care of the flowers. He takes care of the birds of the air, and he loves you much more than birds or flowers, and he's going to take care of you. As we close out the year, on, on the flip side, on the joy end of the spectrum, what can you celebrate from this year? It wasn't all bad. Uh, certainly there was goodness that took place in your life and in your community this year, despite all of the trauma. So how was God faithful to you this year? In what ways did he show up? What are the blessings in your life that you can count today? How might you give thanks to God? And can you welcome the new year with open arms and grace. Rather than going into 2021, 2021 kicking and screaming, let's embrace this new day, this, this new year. With all of its warts and all of its wrinkles and all of its troubles, um, we can be present in it knowing that our God is with us. Jesus says, behold, I am with you even to the end of the age. The reason why I want to give you the gift of both looking back and looking forward is so that we can appropriately release the past. You can't be there anymore. And one of the ways that we release the past is by appropriately reflecting on it, by remembering it, by working through it, whether that's good, bad, um, or ugly. 
in order to truly release it to be present in the moment, we've got to work through it. And so I want to give you that gift. Um, but also we look forward um, appropriately giving that to God so that we might not be a people who are anxiously dreading the future and trying to avoid the future. Or on the flip side, um, and I fall into this more than the other tendency, we might wish away the present day um, for some future dream, trying to escape into the future. Um, I, I don't often dread or ha- have anxiety around the, the future or fear. That's not usually how I process things. How I process things is sometimes wishing to get out of the moment into the future. And so the future becomes sort of an escape mechanism for me. But neither of those are healthy. We're not meant to be a people who live in the past. We're also not meant to be a people who are either dreading or seeking to escape into the future. We are meant to be a people who are in the present. That's all we can be. This moment is all that you have. And in the Christian walk, every moment is holy. Every moment is a sacred gift from God. In fact, the Catholic uh, Church teaches one of their sacraments is the holiness of the moment, that every moment is holy. And I agree with that teaching wholeheartedly because in Christ, we are called not just to abide with him on Sunday mornings or on Wednesdays or, you know, when you're doing a church Bible study or life group or community group or, or doing your devotions in the morning. You are meant to abide. I am meant to abide. We are meant to abide with Jesus every day. Even when we're asleep, as it says in Psalm 16, even in the night my heart instructs me. We are to be a people who live every moment as if every moment is holy because it is. So one of the ways that we can do that is by releasing the past appropriately and also not dreading or escaping in the future. A verse that I've been meditating on for like 15 years, it comes up a couple times a year for me, and I'm still wrestling through it, it comes from Isaiah 30, 15, where it says, This is what the Sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says, Only in returning to me and resting in me will you be saved. In quietness and in confidence is your strength but she would have none of it. I pray that we as a people would not live out the last part of that verse, that we would have none of that, that we, my, my prayer is that we, moving into this new year, being able to release the past and also release the future to God to be present in the moment would be a people who can return and rest in God and there find daily salvation in him and that we would have quietness and confidence and find strength in our quietness and confidence in him. So happy new year. (laughs) Work through the traumas, work through the joy, celebrate what should be celebrated, grieve what needs to be grieved, and let today be a sacred day. Let this next season be a sacred season as you journey and walk with Lord, putting your confidence and finding your strength in him alone. I pray that you have a wonderful new year. Go with God.